You're tuned in to the Morning Blitz. All they do is sit around and talk. On 102.5 U-Rock and the Rocking M app. That was just a great reminder after the football game tonight between Goodland and Colby, the Ryan Lindsay pop-up concert right there outside Denon Field. I mean, in the facility, but not on the football field off to the side over there by the concession stand. They're going to be having Ryan Lindsay, and that should be a great show. And uh, once again, it's not going to be going super late. I think they have to be out of there by like 11 or a little bit after 11 o'clock Central Time. So stick around after the game. Some great music from Ryan Lindsay tonight, and it's the great pop-up concert that we've been doing more of. Uh, with rocking and media and great artists that have come into town to do that kind of stuff. So I invite you to stick around after the Colby Goodland football game, which once again, I think will be a phenomenal contest. All right, let's welcome to the program our good friend from K-Preps and, of course, the creator of Sunflower Sports Solutions, better known as S3, sponsored by BP Clean, right? That's our good friend, Connor Nickel. Connor, great to have you back on the program again with us this week. Boy, last week there were a lot of blowout games, but there was a really, really good one between Quinter and Hill City, and I know you were there to cover it. Yeah, what a wild contest. You know, Quinter uh, and then Hill City play a big eight-man Division One game. Quinter undefeated coming in. Hill City, is, as we all have known, has been without Aiden, Aiden Amrine, their star quarterback, pretty much all year. Dayton Steven, who's probably their top receiver, has been out pretty much all, 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 all season. And their center has been hurt a lot. You know, Hill City was preseason ranked number three. None of those, uh, certainly Steven and also Amrine, they did not play last week. Their, their center has finally come back. Well, Hill City leads one play the entire game, the last play. Uh, an amazing contest back and forth, wild, wild swings. Uh, Quinter actually outgained Hill City by over 100 yards but had five, Ross, five special teams errors, including several of, of a significant problem that would give um, HC a short uh, short field. Uh, Hill City actually took over after a special teams error from, from Quinter, almost had a chance to win it in the final seconds, but then they fumbled, uh, and then Quinter tried a Hail Mary pass with five seconds to go, Camden Poleska appears to catch the ball at the at the the goal line, and the ball fluffs out. So we go to to OT fourth and one from the one for for Quinter Trace Kenner connect who had over 270 total total yards is stopped short. Elsie takes over one pass TD a win. I want to give a lot of credit to Tate. Um, the Balthazor, talked to him post-game, the sophomore quarterback, the backup to Amrine, not expected to play QBG this season, steps in, great, great game. Jaden Nuss actually called the defense because defensive coordinator Craig Amrine wasn't there either. So Hill City going through all of this troubling times, they should have everybody back for a huge game against Hoxie on Friday. And if Hoxie wins, Ross, Lance Barr, career win number 100. So Hoxie, Hill City, and Quinter, Rollins County, two big, big games. It's Friday night. Yeah, no doubt. The, the, the outcome of that game last week sets up for very, very big games in the eight-man ranks. As you sit here right now, what are your thoughts on those two games here this week? And once again, Rollins County hosting Quinter and Hoxie on the road at Hill City. Yeah, and the, the Hoxie game, I was able to watch Hoxie a few weeks back, and 
know, Coach Barr was was uh, fairly pleased with his uh, defense against a obviously a number one team in Wichita County. Uh, but he goes, Connor, we've got to be able to move the ball better. Um, Hockey's passing game. They they dropped several passes. They really wanted wanted to pick things pick things up there. Frankly, I think if Hill City has everybody back, uh, they've got you know probably a real shot a shot to win this. You know, again, Amrine and Stephen have been away from the, from the program, and I really want to stress those words. They have not even practiced. And so Coach Davian said, you know, it's going to take a while to kind of get everybody back in the in the the flow, but they do expect to return on Friday. You know, Quinter looked so good the first month. Uh, Trace Center Connect, I think, is over 700 yards on the on the, the ground. Uh, he's had a great great season. Uh, Quinter's got to clean up the uh, uh, special teams. The other major thing is their fullback gets. You know, he is a big kid, state champion in the in the javelin. Can he get those physical, tough yards? We got the Rollins County team team this year that has really pounded people. You know, they 45 um, Hill City two weeks ago. I really want to see Quinter with some big. Lyman with gets in the backfield, really play physical ball. Uh, and this should be, I mean, Quinter, Rollins County are both very, very similar teams. They've got uh, both got a great, great uh, tailback. When they pass, they have thrown it well. But I think whoever's the more physical team in that game will get a really big, big win. Connor Nickel, our guest from Sunflower Sports Solutions, also, of course, writes for K Preps. Uh, I want to switch over to volleyball. Substate volleyball brackets are out, or I should say substate assignments are out, not brackets. Uh, anything that stand out to you about volleyball as we hit, get closer and closer to the postseason? Yeah, so I really want to hit on uh, Grainfield Grinnell. So, they, you know, Coach Shannon Foster has, has had a wonderful program. Talked to her in preseason. Last year, they got to state one and two in pool play. A lot more depth this year. They've got the stud freshman, um, Olivia Ball, who is a nationally ranked junior high school high jumper. She's come in, been their number two header. And Caroline Schroeder, their number one um, header for, for their last several years, second team All-State, just hit a major milestone last week, 1,000 kills in her career, 1,000 digs, the fourth player in Wheatland Grinnell history to ever hit those marks and 1000 plus serve receptions Ross, i've done some uh, kind of historical context to this she is the first player all classes in kansas to hit that marker this year there should be at least two more a smoky valley girl a beloit girl and then a girl from from kc area who should hit that so those are probably going to be the only four this year caroline schrader a great all around player Grainfield really believes they're a final four, final two team team this year with Schrader and Ball and some more depth. Jordan Perez has also had 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 a really really good good season. Grainfield, the definite favorite in a one A Division two sub state that they will host, should make it back to state again. Greeley County and Sharon Springs, I think I played each other five times this year. They are also in the same Division two sub state, which will be at Greeley County. So those are some teams out west to really, really watch. Connor Nickel, once again, our guest here, talking a little substate volleyball. Speaking of substates, 
sure you got a chance to take a peek at Substate Science for Football for 24 and 25. If there was anything that stood out to you, what was it? Well, I think there was a few uh, really fascinating things. I think TMP moving, moving, moving away. Uh, it, it just really is going to be fascinating. You know, TMP is a team on the rise uh, this year. You know, they still have some trouble with some of the bigger schools, your Nortons, your Pebergs type of thing. Uh, but I think the TMP could be a, a strong 1A, 1A contender next year. Um, I also think South Barber moving down to six-man. I'll say this, Ross, they could be – Certainly a top five team, but maybe the state favorite next year for six man. Uh, obviously, Shy Lynn will will graduate substantial pieces. Uh, Northern Valley, I think, will be a top five team next year. Ingles too. But you look at this: Cunningham, Ashland, and Shy Lynn in particular are very senior heavy. South Barber has quite a few key non seniors, so South Barber may really make a a strategic move. We could be talking about them next year as a really big six-man contender. As far as the, the, the big the big classes, Topeka Seaman going west really changes things up in certain sports in Class uh, 5A. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out here in the coming uh, couple of years. Let's get into your Athletes of the Week. I know one of them is uh, Wheatland Grinnell's Caroline Schrader. Who are the other one? It's certainly, yeah. We went with um, Hill City's quarterback, uh, Tate um, um, Balthazar, the uh, sophomore, again, steps in for um, Amrine basically uh, fairly early in week one, has really improved each each week, accounts for four total touchdowns last week. And Coach Davian, after the story ran, actually sent me a really nice nice note saying, hey, thank you for, for um, honoring Tate. You know, this was not a position he was expecting to play but he stepped in. He's played really well. You know, Tate wore a big smile on his face after after the game game on Friday. It was one of those, as we call them, Ross, growing up games, where where, where you win a game that will stick with you for a long time when you're not favored. And you know, Tate could play a number of positions this year. He, he was expected to play receiver, and with Amron coming back, that's probably where he will transition to. But now he has that that knowledge. I can win a big time game at the at the highest level. He's a guy who's played quarterback for a long, long time. And again, I, I had I had Hill City preseason number three um, in their class. That they get all these pieces back, and if they could get a win against uh, against Hoxie, you're going to see them move up very, very quickly. One more for you. We've talked about the big games this weekend, of course, in our region, being of course Hoxie at Hill City and Rollins County hosting Quinter. Are you going to be at any of those two games, or are you going somewhere else here? Yes, don't want to forget about them. I will be be at, at Wallace County at Victoria. I think Wallace County is a really intriguing eight-man Division II team. You know, they played Victoria to the wire last year, a one-score game. Uh, Victoria right now is number one and fewest points allowed in Eight-man Division Two, ranked number three. The great line up front. You know, Sharon Springs is going is going to be really, really run heavy. You know, Coach uh, Feller has done a really good job. Tyler Corby is a really good, good player. I'm really interested to see how these two physical teams match up. Um, again, I think Sharon Springs. Uh, some people forgot about them after overtime losses to eight-man Division One teams, Quinter and 
Rollins County played those two teams really, really close. Coach Defeller has got another nice team, and they could make a really big, big statement here again on Friday night. Great stuff as always. He, once again, is Connor Nickel from Sunflower Sports Solutions and also, of course, kpreps.com. Connor in his 16th year covering Kansas high school sports. S3 sponsored by BP Clean Right, providing uniforms and supplies across North and Southwest Kansas. Connor, it's always great to catch up. Thanks again. Enjoy this great weekend of football. Hey, certainly, Ross. Thanks so much. Once again, great stuff and a great time having Connor Nickel here on the program. We'll take our final break. Come back. We'll look into this weekend's regional college football and NFL slate, including kicking things off tonight. Kansas State at Oklahoma State, Nebraska at Illinois. That's all coming next here on the Morning Blitz.